0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: So it's the end of the year, Tegan. Have you bought all your prezies?
0: Yes. My Christmas tree is very well covered. I don't know. what the, It's replete. It's replete with presents.
1: That's good. Everybody fully immunised?
0: As, as immunised as we're able to be.
1: I'm going overseas. So I was actually doing some research into influenza because we in to North America.
0: It's vintage. It's like a vintage virus. None of this newfangled COVID for you.
1: Well, that's right and just before you know before we get into covid what's interesting is i thought i might have to get the us version of the flu vaccine as a bit of a booster it turns out the us flu vaccine is essentially the australian flu vaccine from earlier this year so they followed us huh.
0: setting trends love that for us yeah oh well enough about flu let's talk about coronavirus one last time for 2022 i'm health reporter tegan taylor coming to you from jagger and torrible land
1: and i'm physician and journalist dr norman swan coming to you from Gadigal land on wednesday the 21st of december 2022.
0: And so Norman, let's take a bit of a trip down memory lane and reflect on 2022 and our journey with COVID because this year really started so differently to how it's finished. Many of us were still under restrictions. There were still border closures. Many of us weren't fully vaxxed at that time. And 2022 has been a real transition period from the previous two years of lockdowns and emergency situations into something that felt a lot more like normal than what we had in 2020 and 2021.
1: Yeah. I mean, what I've done is I've, I've had a look back at um, Coronacast, or in fact, we actually called it Omicronacast. Uh, Omnicronicast <laughs> we did, didn't we? We also had an Omnicronometer, and we also had the brown pants measure of how concerned we were about that's
0: right we were trying to trying to gauge just how worried we should be about this then very new scary variant called omicron and we had the omicronometer of panic and top uh, of the like the equivalent of a 10 was you wearing brown trousers with bicycle clips
1: so if you go back to the last episode of last year new south wales was taking the foot off the pedal
0: what what does this pedal do
1: the pedal was
0: the brake
1: which was the brake pedal the brake pedal which was really Slowing things down in New South Wales, they took their foot off that pedal, and cases were starting to really go nuts in New South Wales, with hospitalizations and with deaths. Oh,
0: I remember we were we were they were forecasting twenty five thousand cases a day and I that that number just absolutely blew my mind. Little. <laughs> Little did we know just how much worse it was going to get.
1: Well, that's right because when we came back on air, and we came back on air early uh, this year, then we were planning a much longer break and kicking up with um, uh, taking off the brown trousers and bicycle clips and having pina coladas by the pool. But by the seventh of January, when we came back on that week, we came back on air. There were sixty-eight thousand cases the day before, so it it really did increase. That was a very sharp increase in in cases. We also saw the increased legitimization of rapid antigen tests last year, the de-emphasis of PCR testing as the year went through. And if you just go to the 28th of January, just remember how quickly things change. Uh, I think we were talking about the great big lull after Omicron. So we thought BA-1, BA-2 was it. You started to see the peak tailing off towards the 28th of January, just as people were coming out of their summer holidays. Western Australia was getting their vaccination rate into uh, uh, in order, and uh, but West Australia was essentially shut off to the rest of Australia during the summer period last year. Remember that? I mean, it feels like ten years ago, but it wasn't a good year for Australia. If you just go through the year, we had. Second doses in 2021, the beginning of third doses towards the end of 2021, and then fourth doses emerging in, uh, in the first quarter of 2022 of, of uh, this year just gone by. And we've still only had 5 million people got the fourth dose. And 70, only seventy, really stuck on seventy-two percent of eligible people having had the third dose, which means five million people really seriously underprotected in Australia. And then, before we knew it, BA five was upon us, and um, and another peak. And if you look at your pattern through, look at the pattern through the year, hospitalizations reached their peak in July of this year, and deaths reached their peak in August. Very high rates. And essentially this year, about 14,000 people have died of COVID directly. And you've got the data on excess mortality. So in other words, that's number of people who died of COVID. But what about the balance of deaths? And that's still high. We've had very significant excess mortality this year.
0: Yeah. So for the first eight months of 2022, it was up 13%, which is an extra 15,400 deaths. That's according to the Actuaries Institute, which are people whose job it is to study uh, numbers like this. And that is taking into account, like you say, COVID, but also other things. It actually was a little bit less than they thought it was going to be in August because the flu season ended earlier than normal. So you can see there's a sort of like an ecosystem of things all playing into this.
1: One analyst, Karen Cutter, has been looking at absenteeism through the year.
0: Yeah, I think the thing with this is deaths are something that it's it's awful to sort of think about the number of people who we lost this year who we didn't need to because of COVID. That's a pretty hard number. But the other thing that's a bit harder to quantify is all of the other costs that have come into play because of this pandemic that we've been dealing with. And as people have sort of been trying to go back to work and that sort of thing, Karen Cutter, who is an actuary, was talking about a couple of weeks ago about sort of how to kind of quantify this. And one of the things she looked at was absenteeism at work. And basically uh, in January 2022, almost three times as many workers were off sick compared with usual. That dropped a bit across the year, but still more than what we've seen in previous years. And one of the things importantly that she says is people who were part-time were hit worse than full-time. So this is people who are sick, sick enough to not be at work, which is which sucks, uh, as you know, if you've been sick, but it also is hitting people's incomes as well, because they have to take time off because they're sick. And yeah, a much higher rate of people than um, if you look at sort of the last sort of seven years back to 2015. There's sort of a a relatively recognisable pattern across the year of, you know, there's a flu season and that sort of thing. But there's a really dramatic jump from late 2021 and it stays high throughout the year uh, in in terms of absenteeism.
1: So where are we at the end of the year? We are um, seeing a rise in deaths um, over the last few days um, as we speak. Um, It's still a lower rate of deaths than we've seen previously, but the numbers are still going up. It's been confusing over the last few weeks. At some point, the deaths look as if they were going down, but essentially hospitalizations and deaths are continuing to grow go up as we speak. Um, hopefully, over summer, this will stay at a lower level and hopefully antivirals will be used more and more appropriately and keep the death rate down. But we are on an upward tick as we approach December.
0: And the other thing that plays into the sort of overall costs and toll of COVID is the the number of people who are living with long COVID.
1: Yes. And and that number is still uh, debated. But people who are immunised, it's probably around anywhere between 3 and 4%, 5%, you just the the numbers really do move around if you're vaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, it could be, long covid symptoms could be anything up to 30 or 40% depending on whose data you you look at. And in, and in addition to long covid you are seeing um, re- increasing reports from around the world and jurisdictions within Australia of increased presentations of cardiac complications.
0: So let's look forward to twenty twenty three, and we know what COVID can do. We can in our in our bodies. We know what it does at the population level, and we also now know kind of what the Australian government's perspective is on how we should be dealing with it in the future. We talked about that last week. What is probably going to be the pattern of COVID? Next year?
1: It's actually impossible to say.
0: Oh, come on, Norman, give us something.
1: What we do know is this virus comes in waves, so there'll be more waves of the virus. The question is which virus? Is it going to stay within the Omicron family, in which case we might have reasonable immunity to it if you're well vaccinated and you've had it before? But if it takes a big jump outside Omicron, then all bets are off. So we've got to be well covered. You've got to protect yourself with an N95 mask. And this virus will still be in a pandemic phase in 2023. It's unlikely to become seasonal, worse in winter, better in summer. It's These are global surges that we're seeing. That's as good as we can do in terms of prediction for 2023.
0: Well, so the pandemic's not over and neither is Coronacast. We just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to us over the last nearly three years of this pandemic. It's been such a delight sharing the journey with you, our beautiful listeners. And yes, we'll be back in late January.
1: Yeah, and we, we welcome your comments and stuff that you want us to cover because that is, in fact, the original purpose of Coronacast, to serve you, our audience, and answer your questions about The coronavirus pandemic.
0: So yeah, late January, we'll be back weekly. We don't know how much longer it's going to last in 2023. We live to serve you. So if we don't need a a coronacast anymore, then we'll stop doing it. But at least for now, we'll be back in the new year. Thank you again so much for listening.
1: See you next time.